London. This is Mariam Sharif and welcome to the Star Moguls podcast. This week we are joined by an amazing new designer who really concentrates on culture and heritage. Um, I loved her design, Noreen Khan. So a big shout out to Noreen Khan for winning uh, presenter of the year for at the Media Awards. What she was wearing was by this lovely new designer, Julie Patel from Julki Fashion. Welcome, Julie. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I recently saw Noreen uh, and uh, wearing this amazing outfit. And I was like, so catchy, it's so different. Uh, but it had this kind of South Asian Desi touch, which I love. Um, I love contrast. I love heritage. Um, and when you combine those two features together, those two components, I think you get some really nice designs. Yes, thank you. Yeah, she, um, it's crazy. I mean, I she reached out to me and she just was like, I love your work and I'd love to like showcase something of yours. And then it all, we just started collaborating and it all came together and she happened to have this award coming up and she really loved the whole Bollywood print. You're a self-taught designer. So um, you're married with children. Um, and yes. so this was not your kind of chosen profession? Uh, no, it wasn't. I, it didn't really come about until years after college and almost until I had my first child is when I kind of realized this is what I wanted to do. So what instigated for you to start designing or uh, take this path? I've always had a creative side. I loved painting and art, and that's what I was more interested in before I realized that I could actually create clothing. A fashion has always been something I love too, but um, until my mom just gave me her, one of her old sewing machines, she was like, you know, sometimes if you need to fix a blouse or do something like this is how you do it. So she just kind of showed me like the easy stuff. And she, then I just started playing around and I'm like altering things and totally changing them and adding sleeves, taking off sleeves, putting cutouts, making something two pieces that was one pieces and slowly just, then I started learning about pattern making, um, and how to like kind of make my own things and it just kind of blossomed from that. Uh, when was it that you took to the sewing machine? Um, was it uh, something that you were, uh, was that a young age or you're saying after college? I was, yeah, I was in my early twenties when it started. So really I had never really made anything until about like maybe 23, 24. You take a traditional garments. So like, uh, you know, sari or, you know, like the sari blouse and then you kind of, uh, kind of revamp it, rebrand it for a more of a modern kind of uh, look, uh, more of a, more into kind of the um, a sari into a uh, skirt or jackets and blouse, yeah. which is beautiful. So um, the design that we, uh, that Noreen was wearing, walk us through that. How did you come up with that design? So that was actually, um, and that was actually a different process than me upcycling like a sari or something that was already there. I really wanted to create a cool print of my own. So I just kind of found all these old actresses like pictures and kind of meshed them all together. And then I actually got somebody to screen print that fabric for me. I chose the fabric type and kind of had them do that for me. And I, I wanted to have like my own little mini like collection that was like a Bollywood babes is what it was called. Um, and that's how that came about. That was um, just sometimes I'll do like mini collections. And that was just one that I really was thought was so cool. I'd never really seen anyone, you know, wearing prints like that. So it was just in my mind and I just kind of made it a reality. Um, so yeah, it was just really fun, bright colors, um, 
kind of has like a vintage look with the, the specific one that she had because it was like older actresses um yeah but- i mean we've been brought up by bollywood and their fashion and um you know uh, the actresses and, and the actors and they're how amazing they are so that, i think that pays like there's a big influence on any kind of south asian but he can relate to that to a certain degree oh yes my mom i mean when my mom saw the print she was like she loved it and i actually made them so many like masks cuz you know that it was last year was when i came up with that print and yeah. she's like oh my gosh and like so all my aunts and they're all like i we want those masks we want masks like that we want like this like that like they wanted everything like they just loved it so um, yeah. i think even older generations and even younger generations it's kind of appeals to everyone what was the first garment uh, that you or the first uh design that you came up with and um and walk us through that um i think the first real thing that i made cuz before it was almost like semi homemade things where i would kind of just like you know repiece things together but i think the first time i really just took a sari and was like i'm going to make something different out of this was after i had my first child i was just having such a hard time wearing saris and when i would have to nurse i'd have to unpin everything and i was just like i can't do this. So, but I want to still wear something really nice and dressy and unique for this wedding. Um so I just made like a a jumpsuit type and it was very easy to open and take off and the way it was it was just easy to run around after a kid as well. It was just comfortable, but it was still look dressy and classy. And that's kind of how it all started um because once then some of my friends were like well, what could you do that for me like i have like a stack of saris here that you could make some things like this for me and then it became word of mouth and people telling their cousins and that their aunts and this that and then everyone was just it just kind of turned into a business just organically because through word of mouth really we have so many things in our wardrobe that are unused and i love that whole concept of actually taking something revamping it and using it and making it current and relevant um because why waste and obviously with the environment and it has to be sustainable after this interview this probably everybody's going to go into their wardrobes and have a look to see what <laughs> revamp <laughs> because yeah. you know, we have stacks and stacks of saris or maybe have kameezes you know that you know i always kind of alter and do something but saris absolutely you know and it's not like can be done with it yeah it is and it's you know it's beautiful fabric but you know sometimes it's like oh well, this was the fashion like 10 years ago and now no one wears this type of embroidery or you know how things yeah. just kind of change and then i'm like but if you created something totally different than a sari you'd be shocked at how like if people go wow like that's that looks good that it doesn't so you can kind of just take the old and make it new and it's you didn't you like you said the sustainability and then just that it was take it was sitting in your closet anyway right taking up room yeah. and or you you're donating it or giving it to someone and instead of doing that just make your own piece and you have you have people will work with me like and collaborate with me like i also it's not like i'm the only i can only be the designer if someone yeah. is like hi i really would like a sleeve that's kind of like this so they get to put their personal touch on the item as well yeah. so i think people appreciate that as well so your business was conceived during covid right like you, is that really? where it started from or is it from before it's been from before i've been doing this for about 10 years but really the whole i think marketing the whole upcycling part of it and really shifting to just the the reborn sari is what i call it and um just oh i like that yeah reborn yeah, sari yeah so that's that's kind of like what i'm 
focused more on now. I feel like it is the thing that is just different and people need and people are interested in and the sustainability factor. Absolutely. I think absolutely. I think it it helps the environment and fashion being one of the biggest polluters uh, in the world. You know, I think that everybody can can look at their wardrobe and reassess it. You know, I always I take care of my, you know, clothes like they're there forever, because even if it's a fast fashion or a classic piece, I think when you look after your clothing, you know, they look after you. So, yeah, I think a lot of people will be looking at their wardrobes differently. So, <laughs> uh, so Julki Fashion. I love names of companies and uh, and the whole branding of, of uh, projects and businesses. Uh, explain what Julki means. Well, Julki was just a nickname that my dad gave me when I was younger, and I don't know. It just it clicked to me when I was trying to figure out what to call my business. I just decided, well, it's it's me. Like the business is me. It's my vision. My inspiration my creativity and kind of like the inner child in me didn't know that I had this in me so that's kind of why we just went with jokey fashion yeah oh that's nice so it's your own personal kind of it's a nickname it's quite cute actually <laughs> thank you and I find that um when people kind of take up a profession that they in later life um that they they always wanted to do something so it, it kind of whenever I've uh ask this question and i've had so many people answer it i i always find that it's always something that they've always wanted to do but never explored it and never investigated it um but they've always had an interest so it could be from a bag designer to interiors and you say fashion but you know there's always something that kind of was there embedded in you and it just never never flourished and so i think later on when people start doing career change or they're looking to start new businesses it's always something they've always wanted to do, but never had the opportunity or the time. And like you said, through COVID, you've had time and, you know, and, and yeah. time to think and plan and, and explore. So I always find that so interesting how you said that you always wanted to do it or you had an interest. Yeah. And now it's kind of done the whole full circle. Absolutely. I think I just didn't really know that I could or didn't maybe maybe some part of me didn't believe that I had it in me or thought, oh, it's just more of a hobby. And then I just really, I think, just went for it. And I think I just always knew it was there. I just never really went for it. So but it's never too late is how I see it. So (laughs) absolutely. And I think that, you know, all of your experiences and everything that you've kind of gone through, you kind of know what you like and, and you kind of tested at the market for this whole year as well. And people have told you what they like. Yes, absolutely. So uh, walk us through your collection. What, what is it that you kind of design mainly? And is there a signature garment that you have? Um, So mostly now I do mostly upcycling where honestly people will look through my gallery on my website or my Instagram and they'll kind of like oh I love this dress and I love the sleeve on this outfit and we'll kind of just come up with a concept together Um, but I do have um, ready to wear pieces available you know just so there's something for people to buy who need something quickly or just where I get to just kind of put my little spin on something that I've always wanted to create Um, so I think like my biggest thing right now is after the pandemic I wanted to add like jackets and things that are a little more versatile and doesn't have to be like for an Indian wedding you could wear it Mm -hmm. out anywhere um so I have like bomber jackets I have some blazers and like of course the Bollywood print where 
you could wear that anywhere, really. I mean, it's just something unique and you could you can pair it with different things. You could pair the linga skirt with a sweater if you want it or like a denim jacket. It doesn't have to be full traditional garb. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's fun, but also has our heritage, um, which is amazing. So because it kind of has that kind of identification of yourself, but it's modern and you can put your own twist on it for sure. You know, women that are in like in your position that are, you know, uh, have our mothers, uh, you know, have children, but also uh, are doing something they're passionate about and they're wanting to, you know, set up businesses. How how easy was it for you to uh, to set up and uh, and start a business? Um, honestly, it, it's funny to me because it like it didn't start as it was going to be a business. It started more as I was doing it for myself. And then it slowly grew into there being an interest of people wanting the same thing. Um, and then I realized really just a couple of years ago and really during COVID, I grew a lot because just realizing that I had a niche that hadn't really been like the whole upcycling, the whole taking old materials and saris. Um, and I really thought, gosh, I really need to like kind of put more time into this because this could be a lot bigger than, than what I'm thinking it is in my mind. Um, but it's, I think the hardest part is just balancing, you know, if I'm the one sewing the clothes, I'm not really, I don't have anyone outsourced helping me make the things I'm actually making them. So designing and then sewing and then also marketing myself and um, all of it combined with motherhood is a little overwhelming. Well done to you for, you know, uh, actually kind of finding that balance and uh, trying to do something for yourself, because I think that's equally important as as much as raising children and your family and paying attention to that. But I think when sometimes we, as women, we put our own needs and our own desires and ambitions to the side. And yeah. I think that we forget about them so easily because that we're so, you know, in the whole family and giving that attention that you've kind of forget about your own ambitions, which is, yeah. so it's nice to see the, how, you know, you're an example of how women, if they're wanting to or thinking of doing it, you know, they can do it. What is the biggest challenge then for you right now? The challenge is just the time, you know, it's just, there's never enough time. I feel like um, <laughs> um, it's just, and I think I have like an internal battle with whether I want to, you know, get higher help with sewing. Cause I'm also very controlling when it comes to that. I want to have my hands on the items. I don't want to yeah. give it to someone else to do. And that's something that for the last year I've been trying to figure out, like, well, can I maybe have them make some of the ready to wear things and test it out. Um, and I've been saying I'm going to do it, but I haven't like taken that step yet. I think that it will make it a lot easier for me if there are certain items that can be purchased quickly that can be sewn by someone else. And then some of the really custom stuff that I get only use my hands on those items. So I'm trying to figure all that out, figure out the balance, figure out the budget, you know, because obviously I'll be you know, paying someone to help me. So yeah. will that all work out? Will it be worth it financially? So I think just trying to figure that out is like my biggest challenge right now. Do you have any um, fashion icons or some role models that you have? I mean, I really, it's funny because people ask me all the time, like what my inspiration is, but 
I think I'm just like, I take little pieces of like so many different things that I can't even like pinpoint where it comes from. You know, I'll see something. I'm like, oh, I got to remember that. I love how that flows or I love how that looks yeah. or how there's a little cut out there. And I kind of just take like bits and pieces from like all over the place. And it's not just South Asian fashion. It's also like Western or any, you know, any other designer. Um, I I really do love, you know, looking at other actresses. I love Shilpa Shetty. I think she always just looks great. I love everything she wears. So, um, like, and yeah, I think she is, her signature is probably the sari, you know, like she yeah. wears the sari so well. Yes, she just looks so great in everything. Um, and really just, I, I look to other designers and I look, and I always try to not get discouraged like sometimes you get the whole comparing and you're like oh wow like gosh I wish someday I'll be able to make something like that or that's so intricate and how do they but I think just not thinking of it that way and just looking at it as a beautiful piece and taking small elements from other things as an inspiration is what really helps me kind of stay focused and not um you know get the whole imposter syndrome and the whole or copying you know because I have I do have people who Customers will be like, send me pictures of like a really famous designer's design and say, can you make something like this for me? And I'm like, well, that's not exactly what I do, you know, but I can take small elements or what do you like about this that I can incorporate in my design and that yeah. whole kind of process. You know, to inspire other women who want to start businesses uh, and want to start something creative industries, what advice would you give to them? Um, I would definitely tell them to I think and like what I would tell my younger self is just to to do it number one because we're just always self-doubting it's like the self-doubt the the imposter syndrome the oh well that's you know what if I'm not good enough what but it's you're never gonna know unless you start and you're gonna fail maybe like you can't automatically succeed there's no such thing as luck like some you know famous person is not going to just call you like, Hey, I like your design. I'm going to wear it. it. It happens with hard work. It happens with getting yourself out there. And it happens with a thousand no's until you get some yeses and you just got to keep going and, you know, just believe in yourself and get knocked down and get right back up. And it's just all those things. It's, I know it sounds cliche, but it's, it's very true. And I have to, con I have to remind myself that still. Um, what, what do you do when you do feel like that and you feel the pressure or you feel like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. What is it that you say to yourself or do at that moment in time to bring yourself back up? I think I go back and I look through all of the, the good things, the successes, the people who have worn my like outfits and have like told everyone about them. I certain magazines that I've been a part of. I look back at all the things that make me proud of my work. And that kind of like puts my mindset back or even just looking through comments on, on my Instagram and just people who don't even really know me and they're so sweet to like compliment me and tell me that I inspire them. It's just like you read something like that and you're like, it doesn't even matter if that one person is like inspired by me, like that means something to me. So I think you just kind of have to like remind yourself and take a step back and just look at everything and look at the good and then you just, yeah. And then there's a new day and you are like, I'm just like back to my focused going in one direction. So, yeah. Being um, an entrepreneur and being, uh, you know, 
by yourself and not having support is really kind of it's a big it's pressure because you don't it's not like you work in a in an organization or in a company where you have other colleagues and you have other people to understand your situation i think it's it's quite isolated so i think when when people do start off and they need someone to bounce off and i think that's this is why you know having um uh, business groups and and you know having communities where you are talking about creativity where you have that support is really necessary Yes, absolutely. That's one of my dreams is to have a team or even just another one person, one teammate to kind of, like you said, bouncing off each other, encouraging yeah. that support, that excitement. Um, it's kind of hard when you're just doing it in your own head and you're not really, you know, I'll talk to sometimes my friends about it or my husband, but it's, you know, somebody who really shares that same passion. Yeah, absolutely. It's because the thing is, it's the, it, they don't really understand uh, what it takes or what the what design elements go into it they're just there to support and understand but and yeah. they will give their preference but I think that understanding something like kind of something very creative and intricate is very different um, to yes. having somebody that understands that kind of has that knowledge and experience as well absolutely who's gone through that yeah is there anything that you'd like to say to the audience before leaving because I, I really wanted this to be a um, a nice mentoring kind of a session. And for those who to be, in, the other ladies to be inspired by your story, um, I really loved your designs. I loved the fact that Noreen was wearing one of your designs and I was like, oh my God, who's she wearing? And and so I'm so proud of Noreen and proud of you, you as well for styling her. It's such a great outfit. I will definitely put the link below and your Instagram handle it. And, and so people can contact you. Is there anything that you would like to share with the audience? Um, yes, I just wanted to add that, you know, I am based in the US, but I have begun shipping globally, which was also something that was on my list from the past year. Um, so yeah, I just want people to know that, you know, and if, if there's for some reason, it's not on my site, if people just DM me, message me, email me, um, I'm very easy to work with, like, I will respond to you quickly. And um, yeah, like, I just hope that that everyone kind of just appreciates the work that I've done. And hopefully I, you know, just trying to get my brand out there. Where do you see Julki fashion in the next five to 10 years? I'm hoping that in the next five to 10 years, I'll, I'll have some kind of team uh, working with me, some help, whether it's with marketing, with the sewing. Um, and then also I hope to just make myself a global brand, globally known. I'm already shipping um, you know, to the UK and I've also added Canada. Hopefully I'll be shipping to all over the world in the next five years. That's wonderful. Do you have anything that you can show our audience at the moment? Do you have something that you have? Oh yes, I do. Show? So let's see, I something have- you're working on or something, yeah, okay. Love so, yellow. <laughs> These are the newest bombers that I added to my ready to wear and they come in black and like a rose pink as well, but I just love the yellow. That's one of my favorites. Um, oh, wonderful. That's something that's available, um, you know, right away it's ready. Um, and then I also have, I have some blazers. I had more of these, but they had sold out. So this is actually the last one I have at the moment, um, but they can always be made and they can also be upcycled if, if anyone has certain fabrics or even a sari that they wanted some sort of blazer or trench coat made out yeah. of. I've done that for plenty of people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, other than that, it's, you know, any fabric, I mean, 
silks, chiffons, so, so many, all the fabrics of India. You know, I can pretty much make, you can make anything out of it. I mean, it's, you just, or if you don't know and you just say, hey, I have this really beautiful fabric, what would you recommend that I would get made out of this? That is absolutely, I mean, I love that because that gives me a lot of creativity. So, so yeah. either way, either way. <laughs> That's wonderful, wonderful. So wishing you all the success in the future, um, Julie, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in London and bringing your designs here. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, lovely. Take care. You too.